It's a kerfuffle if I ever saw one. everybody welcome to another episode of the super house podcast this is andrew coming in from los angeles as always and i once again got maddie with me what is and stephanavius konnichiwa. <laughs> and that means salutations in korean you <laughs> know that's japanese <laughs> <laughs> all right it's like onion or something like that in uh in korean uh that's also japanese <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand English that well. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is not a Japanese course. This is super ass. <laughs> and we are we are uh, going to review Jurassic Park Fallen. Oh, no, no, no. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So let's get right into it. Uh, yeah, so let's get right into this thing. Um, I'm leading this review up. Uh, this is go around. And uh, just to start it off, Maddie. Uh, what's your favorite dinosaur in general? All right, so I got two for this because the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park movies look dope as shit. And not mm-hmm. saying that they didn't look cool in real life, but damn, Stan Winston, you did you did a number on them Velociraptors. They look sick mm-hmm. as hell. So as a little baby, Maddie, I was I love T Rex, man. Transformers Rex was the shit because he was like, you didn't fuck with T Rex, right? So he's my favorite up until I saw Jurassic Park, and I was like, damn, Velociraptors can open doors and shit. They get that big hook claw, they do a little tap-tap. I love it. So those are my two picks. They might be pretty pretty basic, but sometimes you got to be a basic B. Basic <laughs> dino, dude. <laughs> all right, Stefan. Um, my favorite dinosaur of all time is probably the Ankylosaurus in, in oh, Jurassic World, be. referred to as a living tank. In the movie, which I thought was really cool, because out of all the Jurassic Park movies, you don't, I don't, I maybe in the third one, but I don't recall ever seeing Ankylosaurus at least up close. And uh, that little, I mean, that dude is my dude. I love that dinosaur. And then my second favorite uh, honorable mention is the Pachycephalosaurus, who in Jurassic World was the headbutt dinosaur who broke through yeah, the wall, etc., etc. Et he was great. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder if it's, you know, as obedient as a dog would be, but I guess that's the whole genetic argument in Jurassic, whatever. So, anyway, great dinosaur. I always think that, too. Like, I know there's genetic editing at play here, but, like, I wonder, yeah. like, a real dinosaur would be as obedient as a bird right. or an iguana. They put some emphasis on that, so I'm like, all right, that's part of their quote-unquote mythos, but gets me wondering. I bet that dinosaur would have fucking mutilated them both, honestly. My answer is actually a combination of you guys, you fellas. Uh, when I was a kid, it was definitely T-Rex, of course. And now it's, an I think, Ankylosaurus? Ankylosaurus? Ankylosaurus, yeah. I should look this up. He's got a freaking hammer tail. <laughs> We've prepared for this one, folks. <laughs> that spiky boy. I like him. He's that spiky, spiky boy. That's boy. the living tank one, yeah. That's with an I, not with a Y, okay? He's a spiky boy. Yeah, spiky boy. <laughs> that spiky boy. Boy, that, that spiky He's boy. also a fuck boy. F-U-C-B-O-I. Dinosaur. He had fuck more of a dino. cool fight scene in the in Jurassic World too. Not so much in this one. Did he have a? Did he throw down? Quick okay. fight scene in the, okay. in the world. Yeah. yeah. I I also. Yeah, I just that. I bought that today because I was on break and I was like, man, I really want to rewatch Jurassic World because 
I haven't seen it in several years. Yeah. I'm watching it tonight. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it was like two or three years ago, right? Definitely. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So next question. <laughs> what did you think of Chris Pratt's Trank Dark Lava scene? <laughs> Maddie. Oh yeah. The what? Wait, what? Drink dart. Hit by the dr- oh. dart and his lava's coming. It's called comedy genius. <laughs> uh, I I thought it was. I mean, I wasn't necessary. No, but there's some stuff in this movie that's not really necessary. Uh, but I thought it was fun. I definitely like. I feel like Chris Pratt's character in this movie is as close as he'll ever get to being Indiana Jones. And I'm yeah. okay with that. Like, he's Owen of the Jurassic Park universe, but he's like, he plays that same kind of character, you know? Like, all his responses yeah. are very Harrison Ford esque to her. It's like when she's like, he's like, just remember, you're the one who brought me here. Don't just kidding, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be fine. It's such mm-hmm. a Harrison Ford line. Like, I could see that being in a Star Wars movie or an Indiana Jones movie. It's like, like he just embodies that kind of character. So. To see him kind of do that in this, I was like, that's fun. Like, it's it's his, like, franchise, you know? It's like, yeah. I mean, he has Guardians, but that's more of a team. I, I go to see Guardians because of the team, you know? But it's like, I go to Jurassic World, first of all, for the Dino. Second of all, for Chris Pratt. Dino's first, Chris Pratt second. <laughs> Chris Pratt could die in the next one. I'd be like, fuck yeah, more time for Dinos. Bring it. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was fun. Whatever, man. Stefan? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny, and uh, just want to say, you know, like, his turn as Star-Lord in Avengers Infinity World and all that shit that went down, you know, left me a little emotionally scarred, and I think I was harboring a lot of resentment towards both Star-Lord and Chris Pratt himself. Um, not to mention I'm religiously intolerant, so anytime he's twittering about God and stuff like that, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, however... I, I feel like he really he really turned around my opinion on him in this one. I thought he carried every one of his scenes really well. I think him and um, what is her name again? How am I forgetting her name? Bryce Dallas um, did did good, especially in the T Rex scene, getting the blood. You know, like a lot of stuff in the movie is really ridiculous, but but Chris Pratt, f- for one, carries that well because he can be the action hero, and he can also be just a, the clown. You know. And, uh, and yeah, I really, in, in, in terms of that scene specifically, I thought it was, I thought it was stupid at first, but that's just my personality. But then I was just like, it's, you know, he's doing it well. It's funny. And it's an interesting use of like CG action to comedy ratio as compared to like, I don't know, you'd see some like big lava effect coming or something. Generally it's probably going to be something cooler going on, like jumping over it with a motorcycle. But this was like way different. So really funny. All right, I'm conflicted about it because the kid that loved Ace Ventura growing up really liked the scene in me. Uh, oh, but he's an adult now, people. But I'm an adult. It's just like it kind of felt like once it started getting into that, I was like, okay, we're in this kind of movie now. He was going to crawl out of a robotic triceratops later in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been <laughs> awesome. Things have changed since the first Jurassic World, I guess. Uh so I don't know. It was like if it was just a little bit like a tonal change, kind of from Jurassic World uh-huh. One. Uh-huh. You know, there wasn't anything quite that silly in Jurassic World. So I was just like, it was like, okay, now this is preparing me for the rest of this movie. Yeah, which is funny because there's no other part like that in the rest of the movie. I know, right? That's well, true, yeah. yeah, that's true. But I was thinking, I, that, think I was like, is the rest of this movie going to be like this? 
to me, it was just like a funny, lighthearted, slapsticky moment because, you know, the rest of the film gets very dark and, in my opinion, becomes almost a horror movie at times. Yeah. So, um, seems like they I, I wrote like themselves. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just feel like there's a lot of tone, like weirdness in this movie. And I think that's a lot to do with the director just kind of packing everything he could into it, mm-hmm. which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing, but it is kind of weird. Anyway, Stefan. Yeah. Oh, wait. Didn't it? Wait, was oh, it? well, just yeah. finish your thought, but we can move on to the next question. if. if oh, oh, right, right. I was going to say something. I totally forgot what it was, so we can move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, how does this movie stack up against Jurassic World? Maddie. Well, I mean, this guy directed The Orphanage, which I thought was a pretty sick horror movie when it came out. Um, there's also Del Toro produced that, and then he thanks Del Toro at the end of this film. Cool. Um, so I like it. I do think it's a weird movie, but I think the order that I'd have to do the, the Jurassic Park films in, I'd have to go Jurassic Park. Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic Park 3, yep. The Lost World. Totally agree. That'd be my list. So, I mean, I think it stacks up, and I definitely, th- I, I really want to go see it again, because I, like you said, with like that little slapsticky kind of like, you know, uh, comedy moment with Chris Pratt was kind of weird. Like, it threw me off too. I enjoyed it, but then it turning into like, monster hunting down a kid in a fucking mansion i was like what the fuck am i what like who what is this frankenstein's mom like what movie am i watching is this a gothic horror story like i didn't know like there's so much going on because you have like your returning characters from jurassic world so they're gonna act the same right and then you have like these activists going back to the island i was like god damn it i mean it's cool i love dinosaurs and i like being on that island but fuck man let's do something different and he's like okay let's put it in a mansion i was like it's like resident evil with a dinosaur in it and i'm not opposed to it yeah i'm not opposed to it it's just weird it's not what i expected like i knew that like at some point the from the trailer that the indoraptor was going to be on a rooftop at some point but i thought that was going to be like a city thing like like in london or some shit or like i didn't know where they were going to be at you know and I mean, the things that they've set up in this film is that dinosaur, we're going to be living with them dinos. Get ready. T-Rex could cool. be eating your baby. Good. And you're like, damn, sorry. I mean, I just live with dinos now. So I guess my kids I can dead. make that another sucks. one. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a good sequel. I, but I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I need to see it again. It's, it's definitely left me. Uh, Scar, kind of, not scar, just a little slightly <laughs> confused about how I actually feel about it within the Jurassic Park universe because they're all they've all been pretty safe, you know. Like you mm-hmm. can watch one right after the other one and be like, "Oh, this is this is Jurassic Park." Oh, Jurassic World. This is gonna be so, totally different. You're like, "No, nah, it's still Jurassic Park. It's just called Jurassic World now." But this one, I felt like pushed pushed in a different direction, which I think is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stefan, it's your turn. I talked too long. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot the question again. <clears throat> what is mine? Stuck up against Jurassic World. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I think I I really I think both movies have like a ton of, I guess you can say flaws, um, from a critical perspective. You but hated I really, it. I've no, I've really enjoyed both of them quite a bit, and I love Jurassic Park. I love all the movies, and I think I totally agree with Maddie's list. You know exactly. Um, so I I think they're on par with one another. I actually I think this one's a little better 
or a little more fun for my tastes. It's a little more fun. I really like Jurassic World. Um, but yeah, I think this one just takes a little bit further and it, it got me emotionally a few times like CG or no, some of these dinosaur moments were sad in this movie. Dude. And I just, you know, I mean, like probably every kid, you know, I just have always loved dinosaurs so much. And to see that brontosaurus on that, on that, (laughs) on that, uh, what do you call it? A dock. And then the, just the Island consuming it. And, oh man, that was like hard, but it's such a good scene. I was like, this is cool. You know, cause there's a lot of other scenes that I think are dumb or silly or just like totally a waste of time. But Overall, yeah, I think it stacks up pretty well against the last one. I think they both obviously pale in comparison by a small margin to the first one, of course. Um, but I think they're really good, worthy sequels. And I think I like that Chris Pratt has this franchise to go off of, as well as his other ones, um, to kind of keep him fresh. Man, like, why not? He's he's good. He's good with them dinos. Yeah, he is. Uh, I thought it was kind of a step back myself. Uh, I thought, I don't know, man. Like, Jurassic World was, like, a pretty pretty decent reboot. But I, here's the thing. I didn't really love Jurassic World that much either. I thought, to me, Jurassic Park is, like, one of the best movies ever. But none of the sequels have really gotten, I guess, World's gotten the closest. I don't, I might have seen three one time. And I, was there, there was a fourth one before World? No, uh, no, no, just three, and then world. Okay, well, okay, all right. And I saw. I remember this I saw, dude don't even know people. He don't even know about the Jurassic Park. <laughs> he don't like them sores. He don't I, like them sores. <laughs> <laughs> them dinos. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just. I don't know, man. It just it just seemed a little bit like sloppier. Like something was a little bit like not <clears throat> as polished or something. It's hard mm-hmm. to. Maybe I need to unpack it more to really it's a darker film for sure so yeah this and the sad dino moments too and and we'll get into it in a second i mean there was some there's some things i liked of course but i don't know dude it's just it's just i wish it was better i don't know mm-hmm. and 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 like to me this and pacific rim 2 are like the worst oh don't films. even go there you worst, don't even need to bring that up worst films this year for me but the Whoa. thing is, I have less of a stake in this than I did Pacific Rim. I loved Pacific Rim, like, to hell and back. So for that sequel to fuck up, for me anyway, like it did, it was really, like, <laughs> annoying. But for this one, it's like... Like, I like dinosaurs a lot, and I went... Of course, I went through a dinosaur phase when I was a kid. But it's not... Rising? It's not... It's just not, like... It's not my, like, main thing. So I don't know. I'm not... Like, I... I didn't like, I didn't like hate it, but it's I don't, I don't know. I don't. Andrew likes gay cowboys eating pudding. <laughs> South Park ref. All right. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next one. Um, so we just saw the Incredibles, where you see like you can kind of sort of tell where the villain reveal is going to happen. Did you guys feel that this was like that villain reveal was like a little bit too easy? I'm just going to say at this point, villain reveals are pretty, like, there's just nothing that's surprising anymore. I mean, it's a blockbuster, it's a big blockbuster movie, Mm -hmm. dude. They're going to play it safe. I don't care. Like, I'll say it. It'd have to be Chris Pratt at this point. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like, who who got you? 
it's like it's like if he it's like if he shot he's like oh yeah i'm gonna shoot blue in the face you're like blue no (laughs) it's a deadly dinosaur you guys crazy let's get out of here um i just i don't Honest, dude, the only reason I go see these movies is to see fucking dinosaurs, dude. Like, I don't know, like, people... I was reading a comment that was like, oh my god, can this franchise die already? And I was like, oh, because we get so many fucking other dinosaur movies throughout the year. Because you know what I'm getting a lot of? No hate intended, but I get a lot of superhero movies. And y'all know on this podcast, I love my superheroes. But man, he needs some more dinos. Dino riders, do it do right um but we don't get those movies and as close as we get into it is chris pat chris pratt riding on a motorcycle with a bunch of fucking raptors and i'll take it i'll take it (laughs) and i'll love it um but i i mean the villain to me i was like oh it's gonna be this smarmy guy who is like has this millionaire's money duh over it can't wait to see the indoraptor want to see what he can what it can do um and you know honestly i was going there to see blue and chris pratt and Probably one of my biggest disappointments was I was hoping Blue would be more like a companion. There would be more of those moments mm-hmm. in it where like they reconnect and you're like, oh my god, Blue's gonna respond to his commands. Like Blue's like she's her own lady, you know. But when she needs to help out Papa, she'll be there. And I was like, I just wish there were more of those moments, man. It's like because you know what Maddie wants his own raptor as a pet, and if you could, two if wieners. You yeah, if you did that in a movie, Maddie would love that movie. But they got so close, but they didn't do it. I was just hoping the scene. There's a scene where Chris Pratt's shooting the Indoraptor, and it like I guess can not. It doesn't. It's not affected by bullets, which is like, oh, well, that's pretty sick. But I was like, oh, well, where's Blue at? She's like, she just killed those motherfuckers in the lab, which was sick. And now she's got a, like, there's an explosion. She's running. But how's she going to get to point A to point B? And I want Chris Pratt to do the clicky-click thing. And then Blue, like, show up and be like, bam, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. But that didn't really happen. Blue just kind of showed up. And I was like, that's, like, kind of sloppy writing. Yeah. Sorry, that was fast. But Definitely. I have a lot to say about the Chris Pratt-Blue rela- blue relationship because I, I wanted it I to be more. I think you're on point. I wanted it to be more just because I'm not saying that it's like at any point in the third movie, people should be like domesticating dinosaurs. But I mean, obviously from the films when blue was little is like, they have a connection and I wanted to see that even though he'd been gone, kind of like, you know, when like you haven't seen your dog in a while, or if like you watch all those dog videos where a dog hasn't seen his master in like months and it remembers them. I was like, I want that moment with blue yeah. and Owen. Tears immediately. It. Yeah, right? And I didn't get that. <laughs> God damn you, Jurassic World. Get on it. I want to cry <laughs> more at a Jurassic World movie. They got me with that brachiosaur. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit was... That was. I was like, I don't want to see this right now. This is like too much. It's like watching those documentaries dude. about animals being mutilated at factory when, farms and shit. And then when the, the T-Rex shows up and takes out that one dino... And then it runs off, and I was like, where are you going? Who's going to save it? And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, they're going to kill off that T-Rex. It's been through every one of these fucking movies, <laughs> and you're going to kill it off. And then it flew by in a helicopter. I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, yeah. baby. Jesus. Oh. All right, that's all I got to say. I don't remember what I was nice. talking about, but I have a lot to say. I know that. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, I pretty much knew he was going to be the villain when he, that line, right when you meet him, he says something like he was looking for somebody idealistic and something different or whatever for his money or his foundation or whatever. And I kind of, and he's like, I used to be those things. And you're like, Oh, this guy's going to be, and his face is so punchable that you kind of love to hate him throughout the whole movie. 
And I was just like, even if he wasn't going to be the villain, I was like, I hope he's the villain. Because you know, that's the one cool thing, great thing about Jurassic Park movies is the villains always bite it so good. Yeah. No pun intended, you know what I mean? Like the dinosaurs, like, you can't eat by a dinosaur, man. Which, uh, to jump, well, I'll say my dislikes for later. But in terms of this, like the villain reveal, I felt like, yeah, it shares similarities with what we saw in The Incredibles, as well as possibly with um, Captain America... um, Winter Soldier, no, Cold War, or Civil War, sorry, um, with Baron Zemo, whatever. Um, so you're seeing a lot of these like more like down to earth type of villains that are being like, you know, they have that reveal moment. Um, so maybe it's something that's archetypical in the way that stories are being told right now. Uh, but at the same time, it didn't like bother me or anything, or I didn't feel like it was like super bland or super rehashed because it kind of just that casting of that guy whoever he is sets it up for like, Oh, you know, this smarmy asshole is going to get it. He's baby. a British actor. He's but one thing, oh. oh, sorry. One thing I really do like though, is how they they talk about the ethical and like moral, um, kind of like gray areas that John Hammond and the other guy, the, the grandfather in Jurassic world, this one, um, <laughs> is that what it's called? Jurassic, Jurassic World, this one. But I like how they talk about how the, like the like even the villain the in the in, in this most recent Jurassic World was talking about how like you know you guys already started playing with genetics like what's worse than me you were gonna sell that first dinosaur as an attraction and genetically modified him for money and blah 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 so there's all that like where like where does the moral compass of all these different characters really reside you know and so i like things like that when they point out like the gray areas and like the duality of characters that are supposed to be perceived as good you know like good and evil we're over that yeah i like that moment where he calls out bryce dallas howard's character for what she did and you don't even think about it because you know she's like the heroine of that story at the end of jurassic world everybody's got a shitty side kind of set this in motion and i was like that's kind of cool man yeah I agree. That's my answer. Moving on. So, yeah, I, I mean, the reason I asked this was because uh, I just, it's like the Incredibles, we just saw that and like, it's just like, it was a guy in a suit too. <laughs> like the other or guy. Ready Player One. I think it's very, villain, yeah, I think it's just. Kind of bland. It's just what's going on this year or something. I don't know what it is, but um, uh, yeah, I just thought it, it seemed a little little weak but i don't know how else they could do it i need more time to think about that but um i don't know not that it broke the film but it's just i just feel like it could have been a little better i mean like what kind of villain do you want i mean i just feel like people go i mean maybe i'm maybe i'm just like the exception who just doesn't care about character development really in these movies like i'm literally going to watch dinosaurs do shit like yeah, cool, I, I'll, I'll yeah. follow. Like I honestly, throughout this movie, I thought the little girl in the mansion was like awesome. I was like, shit, that needs to be its own separate Jurassic Park movie about this little girl finally her fucking like dad doing all this genetics in the basement, building fucking creatures. Like that, that's a fucking great horror movie idea, right? And they just put it in a Jurassic World movie. There's something better about Wayne Knight in the first one, and. Sam Jackson and all that. Like, I just feel like some- Sam Jackson wasn't a bad guy. Or I mean, well, Wayne Wayne Knight mainly, I guess. Like, it's just something about that seemed to seem to be done better in some way. I mean, yeah. the whole I, thing. I the, a- most of this stuff is always done for money reasons. Like, all the I, villains are just yeah. doing it for money. 
Like I Wayne just, Knight's just, character just does it to make extra money. You know, yeah, it's like I, I, <clears throat> sorry. I disliked the uh the mercenary commander way more than than the smarmy guy. I thought the smarmy guy fit the role a little better as being like the main villain when you thought it would be maybe like I don't know, there's like a collaboration between the two, but I really just couldn't stand the the mercenary commander guy. But anyway. I guess like a classic I think, actor yeah. though, dude. Is he? I didn't know who he was. He looks like a pedophile, so I just. Well, he's fucking Silence of the Lambs, dude. Oh, so he is a pedophile. Well, he's the villain in Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. Is he Buffalo Bill? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Well, Dude's old, yeah. man. He's been fucking acting for a long ass <laughs> time. Either way, I thought he was. He was my. Anyway, we'll get on to our dislikes, but um, I did feel like the smarmy guy was better for the villain, main villain, essentially. I mean, the, the story kind of sets itself up for that. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't expecting like anything. I don't know. I mean, I guess I just don't go into movies expecting to be like, oh, cool. This villain's going to be really inventive in the Jurassic Park universe. It's like there's five of them, you know? It's yeah. like, you know? That's true. That's a good point. Well, I, I certainly think, I think wouldn't the villain, want to write it off as yeah, being I, that kind of a B movie. I definitely think that guy's a villain, but I think the, the Wong guy who has been there since totally. the beginning is the real villain behind all totally. of this because he made a Dominus Rex, he made the Endoraptor now, and we don't know what he's going to fucking do in Jurassic World, whereas he became this character, yeah. like he helped he helped make the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, and then you didn't see him for two films, and finally he's getting his due where he's creating these yeah. fucking monstrosities. Helping to uh, weaponize them and stuff, yeah, totally. Yeah, like I think he's the real villain, and I don't think totally. people are paying attention to that. Like you're seeing the smarmy guy in the suit that has just wants to make money, but look at the guy who's fucking fucking with nature. He's obsessed. Like he's already done it once. And like, don't get me wrong, love you guy, because you're making you're making dinos real. He loves it. <laughs> but at the same time, you're just you're not because the dinosaurs we're getting in Jurassic Park don't look like di- they're they're abominations basically. Like yeah, they look similar yeah. to like you know the way you might Genetic draw them or, or like you know the way their bone structure looks, but. They even say in the first one, they had to mix DNAs together to make these dinosaurs. You know, so... Frogs. So, I'm just saying, maybe you're just looking at the wrong villain. Cause just because the one villain doesn't... Because I think... I honestly want to see more of him in the third movie. If Perhaps like, you should look in the mirror. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> are, is, are the aliens the villain or Waylon Utani the villain, right? Waylon Yutani, dude. Aliens are just doing what they're pr- like. That's just what they do. They're like fucking insects, dude. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. I, I don't know. You just Maybe. wanted a bigger payoff. Yeah, I, I just something That's about all the want, whole Andrew. the whole film was just a little bit just sloppier than the last one. That's all. Did you eat before you saw this film? Did you exactly. have plenty of water? Were you? I had to get a snack before rested? I saw this because I was hangry. I did eat. I did eat. Um, were you but, well hydrated? Yeah, yeah. Had you showered? Yes. Is everything at home okay? Yes, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fine. I don't know why you like this movie. Why you didn't like this movie then? <laughs> um. All right. Uh, <laughs> Next I question. Wrote, I wrote these questions in a very casual manner, but here, <laughs> here's my next, here's my next question. The auction scene was bad, right? <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I got to showcase some cool dinosaurs. Then again, I'm going back because I just want to see dinosaurs, dude. Like, yes. uh, um, 
there's a lot of stuff in this movie that I definitely think they could have cut and maybe done something better. But I mean, someone okayed this script, so it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just the thing that bugged me the most of the action scene is like Toby Jones's fucking fake teeth. I hate it. Yeah. I couldn't stop staring at them. I was like, I'm trying to look at these badass dinosaurs, but I'm just staring at those pearly whites. Who's Toby Jones again? Vinny. He's the little dude that was like the auctioneer and like didn't he want played to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, motherfucking Captain America computer guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you mean a Nazi? Hmm. Yeah. But what was that character's name? Armin Arnim Arnim Zola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh I don't I mean The front line is everywhere i mean the whole the whole setup for this movie is to make like drastic like so you called your first movie jurassic world which is on a park still so okay you know it's not really the world then your second <laughs> yeah, movie is still sure. like isolated to an island slash a small location that is a huge mansion so not till we get our third film in this franchise are we actually going to have like right now at the end of this movie we have a Jurassic World, you know? So, right, right, right. So, well, the first one was like I, Disney makes, World though, right? Disney, uh, but now it's like really yeah, taking I mean, it more literally. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it is, but it's just like I just don't like. I get why they did. It. It's a marketing thing, which is like what I like about that movie is like they can't call it Jurassic Park. Terrible things happen at Jurassic Park, so they call it Jurassic World. Right? It's different. I get it from like a marketing like shitty way to market things kind of standpoint. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just call it something different. Um, but um, I mean, I guess it makes sense because like what they do is like different countries buy different dinosaurs and they're like shipping them out before like the conclusion of our film happens. So we're going to have dinosaurs and, you know, maybe where they're originally from before the continents broke up, stuff like that. So that like, I don't know what the plan is for Jurassic World because I haven't like read anything or any synopsis for it, but I assume we're going to have dinosaur attacks all over the world, which will be kind of sweet. So if that's the best thing they could think of to do that, I'm down. Whatever. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, Stefan, the auction yeah. scene was bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I One of the aspects of this movie that I actually really enjoyed was the the idea behind like weaponizing the dinosaurs and selling them off to like splinter factions and corrupt governments and gangsters and stuff. Um, so I actually thought the auction scene was pretty cool, ridiculous for yes. sure, ridiculous for sure. But but having that like fashion week like walkway moments with these like violent dinosaurs and all these gangsters staring at him, it was like something out of an old Frank Miller comic or something. It was like what is going on here? It was like. Was that movie uh, uh, with Whoopi Goldberg, something Rex? Theodore Rex, uh, dude. Theodore Rex, yeah. It's like yeah. some weird early amalgam of that type of like, we're going into some strange territory here with these dinos, which I think is interesting. Um, I thought Toby Jones was pretty awesome and weird and smarmy, but he can only play those types of roles. It seems like he gets typecast as that kind of guy. Um, it's his look uh, too, though, man. But, it's a very particular <laughs> like, look. And then, like, things I was thinking watching it, you know, like, the Russian guys, like, vehemently, I must have these dinosaurs, you know, it's like, I have to have them. And, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes, you know, it's, I'm just like, man, like, the Russians will never not be the American's enemy. It's just, no matter how things play out, that's just, like, too perfect in terms of our, like, cultural and, like, storytelling mechanisms and movies and stuff like that. So, like, 
no doubt they have the most money in a movie like this to buy like the Indominus or the Indoraptor or whatever. Um, also, I really like this scene because that's when you see the Ankylosaur up close and it's in the cage and they're like talking about how it's a living tank and stuff. I just love that. I love that. And I hope that the black market aspect of what they've introduced has a huge impact on the next one um, because, it'll yeah, it'll be cool to see like how these different factions and these different like organizations are like outfitting or using their dinosaurs in in i don't know who even knows like imagine if if some like chicago gangsters or something got a hold of a couple raptors and sent them into a warehouse or something like i want to see those stories now where it's not just like we have to coexist with them the way the movie ends but we also have to survive in a world where you know potentially they're uh I mean, I guess they're still genetic specimens, so they have to be created in some capacity, and they can't like breed. But the first movie, Life Finds a Way, and it's I think as wild and ridiculous and silly as a lot of what happened in Jurassic World. I think it's a really interesting direction they're moving in. So to answer your question, I fucking loved the auction scene. Really? All right. <laughs> well, I asked the question because I I was just like kind of put off by the whole fucking thing. Uh-huh. Like I don't know what it was. It was just yeah. It was like kind of silly, but not in the way I like it. Or I don't I don't know, man. Like I was like, how long are we gonna be here before? <laughs> and watching things- the smarmy guy just see like he's like sitting there all giddy while the money's just ticking up, yeah, just running up. It was like. like- it was very yeah. like 1920s silent movie, like da- damsel in distress on the train tracks, kind of like villainy going on here. But uh, I think yeah. I also think that you <laughs> kind of have to. T- these movies are kind of they have like a pulp element to them too. Like they kind of yeah. poke fun at this point. And I think they're heading more towards that. It's feeling like so. Yeah, it was. I I don't know. I guess I feel like I didn't really have too many expectations. I was actually like debating whether or not I was going to go watch it that on Friday. But then when I got there and I sat down and it just started playing out, I was it was easier. I don't know. Maybe it's a mood thing, but it was easier to like, you know, sidestep some of the stuff I didn't like in order to ultimately like the movie. That is to say, it's it's it is a mess, you know, and it's silly. It's in yeah. a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, I went. I saw the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I I did go in with like kind of like lowish expectations. Uh-huh. So I did wasn't, it get a bad score? It's like fifty percent currently. It was oh, like wow. it was like fifty three percent when I went when in. Or, wow, dang! Yeah, it was at seventy seven percent. Like when the first review. Maybe I'm getting in, dumber. And people said that it was really divided. Yeah, and now it's so divided, it's fifty percent. So yeah, so like I, my expectations were not a problem for this movie, <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, what we got here? Uh, let's talk about that love story, y'all. Uh, Pratt and Howard uh. get back together in this one, and it seemed to me like it was kind of like they wanted to hint at something getting together, and then it's just like there's a kiss at the end. That's kind of it. Doesn't really like. But then again, like I have to tell myself, the first one doesn't really have much of one either. Like it's just Sam Neill and and Laura Dern just kind of trying to deal with what's going on around them. But there's just something about there's something about it that's better. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's yeah. I don't they, know. They established that they established that uh, Doctor Sattler and Doctor Grant have like they well Spielberg. She wants kids. 
he doesn't. Well, they well also they establish like a really good history with them in in a few scenes. You know, they have a very good like you buy them as a a, a couple. You know, right. and Owen and there's uh, some beginnings to roll through with the love story. Owen and Bryce used to date while she was like the director of Jurassic World. Then they broke up for whatever reason. Then they get back together at the end of Jurassic World. And it and I think at this point there's still feelings throughout Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, but I don't think there's like anything saying they're gonna get back together. Like this is I mean, it's gonna be a trilogy. We're gonna see them go through the emotions of like they're definitely relationship be. shit. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I've been in some up and down relationships too where things aren't easily connected or more than done. meets the eye. Yeah, like sometimes <laughs> you just don't know what you want. And then sometimes you just fuck up entirely. And the audience is watching going, what the fuck are you doing, Maddie? She's right there. And you're like, I don't know. I can't see it. <laughs> the right. movie you know? of your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish there were dinosaurs and it'd be a lot more fun. Yeah. Like, like all, the all the math is there. All the factors are there, but it's just not fucking working out. Yeah. Right. I've had that before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, Andrew, I'm just going to say, I mean, yeah. I usually enjoy your questioning, but we've not had a lot of dino talk. I don't want to talk about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're, 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 That's we're, my two cents, Stefan, sir. We'll we'll get to we'll, it. We will get to it. Yeah, I thought it was it was like um, good enough to like move their move them along a little bit. I also I like how it wasn't like a main contention throughout. It just seemed like they had to work together. Yeah. In order to you know, and they I think they built that up really well that they just have to work together to do the next thing to get you know to a solution or whatever um but i also think chris pratt really he really enjoys that aspect of his movies is like the the love stuff because he's that you know he's that lovable teddy bear kind of guy and his bread and butter is those like kind of flirty jokes you know even back to andy dwyer days um that's that's kind of what makes him work so you know, like Bryce Dallas Howard, she seems gen- generally kind of uninterested in that aspect of things because she's so much on the activist side of things now um, that, you know, it seems like they're like, yeah, they have a history and yeah, they have, you know, it's, it's basically just attraction, you know what I mean? And if anything, more movies should establish an emphasis on on the 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 complexities of attraction, much less than an actual like love story. It's a huge, you know, it's a huge uh, consideration to be even want to be somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend these days you know what i mean it's like i feel like everybody it, just wants it, to fuck man yeah <laughs> basically i mean it didn't it didn't like really dig deep into this this thematic element in particular but i think it scratched slightly on the surface of like you know with these two characters there's you know, obviously obviously an attraction and a physical nature to their relationship but yeah like maddie was saying i don't think they really give two shits that they'll be together especially if there's another sequel you know now it's like i think there's something with the way like you can't have your hero have be attached to a significant other for some reason and this was my issue with deadpool you know it's like not that again going back to that not that that's like um that i think it's like shitty writing or anything like that i just think it's overused because you you just don't see a whole lot of stories where the couples like are together, and I think the first Jurassic Park did that with Doctor Grant and Doctor Sattler, um, but now it just seems like this relationship in Jurassic World is a little bit more on the surface than I think 
anybody, actors, writers, producers, directors would really care to explore. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily see him getting married or anything, but uh, you know, I'm glad it wasn't a huge aspect. Oh of the my film. god! I hope they get married and Blue brings him the ring. <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah. Am I right? Comment, Dude, you just, please. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I, I could actually go on and on about this topic. It's interesting, but um, that's what I'll say for now. Yeah, um, we will get to the dinos soon, but just before that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, like I said earlier, I just, I, I know, like, it wasn't, like, that fleshed out even in the first one, but I don't know. Something about it was better. And even the way Grant, and there wasn't, there, I guess there weren't any, even any kids in this one. They were just young adults, I guess, like the IT guy. But the, yeah. uh, the 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 way Grant talks to the kids in the first one, he's just kind of an asshole, but he's still like understandable. You can see why he's an asshole. He's still kind of likable, even though he's sort of an asshole. And uh, so, I don't know something kind of real about his character. And there's and like these these characters, they're pretty real too. But God, I can't place my finger on it exactly. But it's just it's just not. It's again, it's just another factor. It's just not quite as good as it as it, as it could be. Or, or that it has been in the past. So, um, at least for me. So, uh, this is kind of like a people thing slash dino thing. Oh my God. It's totally a people thing. Was huh. that, was that little girl part dino? Cause they talk about genetic editing and shit and there's a close up on her she's, eye. I, th- I think she could have been, I think she could have been a clone of her quote unquote mother. Of Ellie? Is that daughter. Ellie they're talking no, about? No, it no. doesn't have anything to do with, anyone from Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole new it's thing, sh- but I it's think it's a whole new thing. I think oh. they did hint somewhat that she might be a human clone. They've done all this genetic. So, at least that's what I would hope. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, in the original draft of what like Jurassic World was going to be, there was talk of cloning human and dinosaur DNA. It's called V, and, bro. And yeah, well, I mean <laughs> And that was like, people were like, that's a dumb idea. Dinosaurs and people, blah, blah, blah. But I saw some of the sketches and like concept art for what the dinosaur people would look like. And I was like, this could be terrifying because they look pretty sick. But, and I think that's what they're like. I don't think, I mean, that'd be cool if they wanted to go that far fetched with it. Like I, I mean, at this point it's like, we've had two genetically creatures. Well, yeah, it's like, we've had two genetically altered dinosaurs. That shit's not working out. So what's Wong's like next step? It's got to be mixing <laughs> the two DNAs, right? Like, it's obvious, yeah. dude. Like, you got to go full mad scientist on this Super shit. Super villainy, next one. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think just her being a clone, like they say it, is what tore him and Hammond apart. Because I'm sure Hammond, like, was like, oh, this you can't do that. You can't bring your dead daughter back. Because that's not her daughter's kid. That's his, that's his daughter. Just yeah. cloned as a child and he's watching his daughter grow up again. Like that's like, I mean, I could get Hammond or whoever being like, God, that's weird. Like why that's yeah. where the, like ethically, how does that work? You know? Um, but I thought that Andrew, I also thought there was going to be some connection to someone in Jurassic park. And I was going to be like, here's the reveal. And I was like, I'm kind of glad it's not. I'm kind of glad that just this guy's part of the Hammond Jurassic park universe but this is Jurassic world and we're setting up new rules, new things. And it makes me excited that dinosaurs will be roaming the world in the next film. But what's cause Wong gets away again, dude. And he yeah, has all true. that info. So 
There's just that shot of her eye, and they talk about cloning, and there's dinosaurs, and there was even a, a close-up of one of the dinosaurs' eyes or something, too. And maybe I was just tired watching it or something, but I was just like... There are it they, is, people. He was tired. Are they That's hinting, are they hinting at this <laughs> fucking dino? I mean, at this girl being part dinosaur? Like, what is going on the, here? The only way I, I would buy yeah, it is if know. at some point she became... The only thing I can think is, is like when the Indoraptor like touches her hair in that weird, creepy horror way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And like he doesn't kill her. And he's tracking yeah. her down for whatever reason. And there's a previous moment in the film where they say they need to introduce Blue to the Indoraptor so Blue can be like the dominant, the group, the pack leader, so mm-hmm. it can learn from her. And I was just kind of like, if there's a weird kind of something that might have gotten lost in translation or on the cutting floor that somehow the Indoraptor and her were connected, which I thought would have been sick because there's this movie called Watchers, which is a terrible movie, but a really great book by uh, Dean Koontz where it's a dog and a werewolf-like creature are mentally connected. And I was like, that would be sick if she was like mentally connected somehow with the Indoraptor, but they didn't go there. <laughs> like she could kind of control it, but she didn't really know what she was doing and yeah. it was scared when she's scared it's scared and like you would have this back and forth between the two and you're like the Indoraptor's just scared it doesn't know what it's doing you don't gotta kill it you just need to know how to love it I mean there was a, there was that line too where it's like the dino, the dinosaur needs a mother or something like that yeah that's right. what I, I think it was like kind of I mean I get what you're saying Andrew but there just wasn't enough there for me to say yes she yeah. is part dino right or they're mm-hmm. somehow connected but I will say, I think that would have been a cool element to add because it would just up that sci-fi-ness of it to be like, oh, yeah, we're going in a different direction. Yeah, dinosaurs are going to rule the world again in the next film. But what's this weird, like, you know, can she communicate with all dinos? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought it would have been a cool element to add, dude. And yeah, maybe that was yeah. somewhere in an early draft and they're just like, we can't make it work. It's too weird. It's like, it's Jurassic Park, dude. Who gives a fuck? Give me them dinos. Let me have a little girl control a big, massive dino. They do it in comic books all the time. They do it in cool. fucking, uh, like, some of the J- Japanese kaiju films, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm down, dude. Let's do it. Dress part, dress world three. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> I'm weighing. Let's get weird with it. <laughs> At this point, like, Space. why wouldn't you? Like, dude, if it doesn't, if Jurassic I world see Velociraptors ends, flying TIE fighters. No, I mean. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I don't need that, but, you know. <laughs> I, I'm down with the di- like Jurassic World slash Dino Riders movie, dude. Just don't call it Dino Jurassic Riders. Galaxy. Yeah, That's a whole I'm down, thing. dude. Let's take this shit to space. Why not? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> dude, I'm in. I'm in for. I'm in for that. Yeah. All right, uh, Stephanie, you got anything to add to this before we move on? Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, I like. I, it definitely seemed like they were leaning on the fact that there was some genetic tampering in terms of like the emotional connection between the grandfather, his daughter, and his granddaughter, potentially just the clone of his daughter, um, which which was kind of cool because again, it speaks to that ethical kind of like question on whether they should even be doing it at all. Um, I didn't make a connection between whether or not she had any kind of like dinosaur connection exactly like i remember there being a shot of the eye or whatever but i must not have been paying too much attention to that exactly um however i think it would be cool in the next one if they did do something kind of subtle and had some kind of like genetic tampering that at least enabled handlers to have more of a kinship with some of the dinosaurs so then you could have you know you could have a squad leader who has like four raptors that he's commanding 
and they're they're just like uh blindly obedient to him because of some genetic kind of like um modification i think would be kind of cool i i and as much as i think a girl transforming into a dinosaur somehow would be kind of cool i think it would be a whole other movie um as well as uh you know like her or you know as well as um whatever we were just talking about in terms of i forgot where that was going but <clears throat> but basically yeah i think i think i think it more or less just had to do with the fact that these guys had this power this genetic this ability to modify genetics and and how that's been used outside of the dinosaur aspect of things which i think is really interesting because again it plays on that morality <clears throat> no i like what i said about the girl maybe like her in the end oh, no, i was just and, yeah extreme I, I think it should have ended with this movie but just the that concept within this like haunted like mad scientist mansion scenario totally, yeah. i think would have been really cool and maybe just like maybe cut out some other shit would have made it you know like just that more kind of sci-fi weirdness to it sure i don't know i mean maybe it would have been i mean maybe that's why they cut it because it was just too much but i always liked um like i was talking about with watchers about like you know or like even like Pumpkinhead, where it's like ed harley is Pumpkinhead, kind of you know he mm -hmm. feels what Pumpkinhead feels or Pumpkinhead feels what he feels like could you imagine the little girl's character in the next film if she felt the indoraptor die or what it was thinking or what mm -hmm. was going through its head while it was fighting if it was just scared the entire time like that's some cool character development and it's some could be some good writing done done uh done well in the right hands you know um i don't know i was really hoping it was kind of gonna go there but it didn't and that's fine i just it might have been too much because then in the next film everyone's like well who can control a dinosaur now like is everyone connected i don't know what's going on only the clones <laughs> send in the clones. but i really like the idea of like people like because you have like laughing. russians russians have dinos now it's Daffy like, damn, clones. what if the guy's got a, like a pack of raptors, dude? That's the name of my fucking next hardcore band. Pack, pack of raptors? Pack of raptors. Pack of raptors. P-A-C-K-A raptors. Pack of raptors. Boom. <laughs> John, yes. let's just end this podcast. Start that shit up. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Super House Podcast 2018. Mm, indeed. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is basically so yeah what's the best what was your what are your likes let's let's go into that what was the best thing about the about the movie um not let's not do dislikes just yet but uh go ahead maddie oh man what did i like i liked did i like anything <laughs> i feel like i did <laughs> but it's like a you specific i like the movie i did enjoy it i was kind of like Coming into this, I was like, I don't know if I liked it. Like, there's stuff I like, but do I like it? But then, like, Stefan is, like, into it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like those things, too. So it makes it easier to be like, yeah, I like that movie. Um, I love that Blue I, – I really like the Blue and Owen relationship a lot. I really like seeing those, like, him training her videos as a little as a mm -hmm. little raptor and, like, that, baby just that – Little baby blue with like her pack and stuff. How she was like, "Shut up, y'all! We gotta listen to what Owen says. Can we get them? We get them sweet treats if we can do what he says." And I love <laughs> sweet treats. Um, sweet treats. Um, but um, I liked all that stuff. Um, I loved all the all the dinosaur stuff. Always. I um, we're not getting things we don't like. Um, 
I love the blue Indoraptor fight scene. I wish it was a little bit longer. I wish there was some stuff that was done a little differently, but I thought it was sick because I, you know, I love the end fight scene with Indominus Rex, T-Rex, Raptor, and the fuck I forget what the ocean dinosaurs called that showed up again. Oh, I, dude, I do. I did love that shot where the surfer's surfing and yeah. they're like, you see it because it's gotten out of the like parking enclosure. And I was like, oh mm. my God, that guy's dead. He's getting <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, there's just, I really liked all the dino stuff. I love the, uh, totally forgot the name of it. The headbutt dinosaur is what I used to call it as a little kid. Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah, yeah and um, I love that scene. I just, I was like, how strong is that bone though? But I'm just getting nitpicky. But I thought that scene was really cool. And I was like, and I kind of agree with Stefan on it. It's like, how well would it have listened to the situation? But I feel like it was mm-hmm. probably just confused and just like, I don't know. Is it and a plant eater? Is it a Vegisaurus? It reminded me of Yoshi in the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, my uh, yeah. God. I just, I just kind of like that they're kind of genetically altered, and you can kind of just play with that idea. Yeah. And I feel like they should have done that earlier in Jurassic World. You know, like besides like Owen just like training the Raptors, like to make them because I mean, at this in this movie, I felt like it was more emphasized that they are smarter and they have been genetically altered slightly to be smarter animals than maybe they would have been in real life. You know. Um, so I, I like that aspect of, you know, just, uh, you can kind of like the dinosaurs will kind of listen to you, but they kind of do their own thing too. I really liked, and some people, and some people and little baby Maddie and Siamese mad at this too. I really liked that the T-Rex wasn't a big focus in this one. Well, he's I really had, liked he's it. had his day, you know what I'm saying? No, no. I, yeah. I mean, you, you got to has that T-Rex, that T-Rex yeah. though, but I really liked that it was more of like Owen and like a blue story. I also liked, um, I liked the new girl character. Um, I didn't really care for the kid that was really scared all the time. Me either. Um, the, that I thought it was spray scene though. I thought that was a fun, one of the funniest chokes in the movie for some did. reason. <laughs> didn't like the fucking lava scene, but you love someone spraying bug spray. Uh, I like, I, I like that Andrew. scene. They could have done more with him in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but I like the new girl just cause she was just like, I'm a tough, I'm a badass. I'm not going to listen to anything you say, but yeah, I'm going to save this Raptor because I want to. Um, and there's that whole controversy or, uh, she was supposed to be an old LBGT character, but they cut that line, which the line wasn't really that good. And I can't quote it, but you can look it up, but I kind of wish they would have done a little more with her and like kind of introduce her character as that. Um, in it, which I think a lot of people have been really excited to see in this universe of the Jurassic Park movies because we've not had that character yet, you know? Right. Um, but I liked her, and I would, I hope it's not like the kids from Jurassic World, but I get it. You went through Jurassic World, you're not going back, dude. You know, I get it. I get why people don't show up again in the next film. Makes sense. You're being hunted mm-hmm. by dinosaurs. I don't, we've decided I don't want not that. to endorse your park. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I liked her cause I feel like she is a character that would return. And I, even the other character, I think, even though I didn't like him, I think he grew a lot as a character with a lot of shit he had to deal with in the movie. And I like seeing his, those two together and I maybe could have used more. Um, but those are kind of some dislikes still. Um, I love that, uh, it turned into a mad scientist haunted mansion kind of movie because I didn't see that coming and they're just being stalked by, you know, the, you know, they're being stalked by Frankenstein, basically a made up creature that shouldn't exist. 
and I thought that was fun. Um, and what else? Uh, and like uh, uh, Stefan said earlier, those the villains always get their due in the Jurassic Park movies, which is always great because they always get eaten. And, uh, and I love that the I love the that the smarmy terrible dude got his. And that's you can always look forward to that in Jurassic Park movie, and that's what I love. I need that every time. I think that's all I want to say. I'm sure nice. other people. What you got about them likes, Stefan? Well, I'm happy to report that I like more about this movie than I dislike. Um, (laughs) That being said, I love the abundance of dinosaurs. Again, speaking to what Maddie's saying, like that's kind of the main reason we're there. Um, I like, yeah, the abundance of like new dinosaurs. One thing in the first Jurassic Park is you see all those different dinosaurs, but from really far away. And then you really only see a couple of the, the main dinosaurs as antagonists throughout the first one. So in any Jurassic Park movie, I just want to see more different species, like incorporate them. I love that they put the headbutt dinosaur in here. It was really great. Um, I was I was really happy that there was emotional weight behind a lot of what was going on with the dinosaurs in terms of them, like the gas chamber stuff and the choice to whether or not to leave them to die or not. Um, the volcano, the Brachiosaurus, like those really tugged at me and I was just like, man. And if a movie makes me feel sad, I mean it's good on that level, you know, and that's really, that's really profound to me because, because, you know, that's, those are my real feels. Um, um, I liked, I, again, I liked Chris Pratt a lot in this. I thought he did a really good job. He refreshed me from his turn as star Lord and infinity war and all the stupid shenanigans in his public life that I seem to dislike a lot. Um, and what else did I like? I liked, I like that we went back to the island and saw some stuff from Jurassic World and the same pod, basically, that the kids were in from the first one they kind of went back to, which a lot of times I'm like, why are we going straight back to something we saw? And it's kind of annoying. But in this one, it didn't bug me so much. Um, I like that they made Bryce Dallas Howard a little more, like, a little tougher. She was, like, getting her hands dirty more in this one. And, you know, after the high heel controversy controversy of when the first one came out and... um, people saying that she was like too uh or not really i don't know just the high heel thing got people upset uh, on a feminist level it's i don't know why that was such a big fucking thing i mean i i get it i just can't explain it you know but so it was so it seemed like they made a deliberate uh attempt or a deliberate moves to make her seem tougher she had the machine gun a couple times she's like getting in there getting her hands dirty so it was like a it was a real team effort on parts of both chris pratt and her being like these tough team to like carry things out which i thought was cool and in the tradition of the original it's like alan grant and dr sattler um uh what else did i like about it i loved jeff goldblum's moments um I was I was really even as cheesy as that very end moment is where he basically says the title line um it's it by the end of it I was like eh, I'm kind of like it's okay you know and then but his little monologue at the end even though it's a little over dramatic a little over the top maybe it really kind of s- sealed it all up for me and I was like yep I loved it I thought that it was cool last that last line that last monologue you're talking about kind of reminded me of the villain monologue in Incredibles in the sense that it was sort of the, the part of the movie that was like sort of kind of the, the deepest. It was talking about kind of bigger ideas. Right, yeah. But it was yeah. it was all just in one spot, just one monologue, and then it's kind of in and out. They're very yeah. similar in that way, I think. 
Yeah. I also liked how they um I also like how they had moments where they poked fun at the the Trump administration. Um you know like the the mercenary commander he has the woman the doctor woman who's fixing the raptor or whatever he like closes the door and he's like oh what a nasty woman you know they don't like shy away from painting that character as like a trump supporter and like the villains you know they're all these corporate greedy corporate so on you know on thematically in these levels you have like the corporate greed that was there you have the political like or the 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 rhetoric that's also included there and also the whole genetic tampering thing and the environment and everything the whole thing is kind of an allegory in these more recent films is like an allegory for like climate change and the impact that humans have on on the world you know and now we have fucking dinosaurs roaming everywhere because we just can't get past our own egotistical need to like dissect and organize and innovate and create and you know not that it's so much an ego thing but it's just our nature you know and so i really like how there's those subtextual kind of things even though they were kind of like sloppily shoehorned in i still you know i'll take a fuck trump any day of the week and <laughs> and, and climate change is real people like if we we have to get it in our stories and our big movies in order to convince you then we'll use dinosaurs to do that but you know um, so I really, I really liked a lot about the movie and Jurassic Park historically, the original is my number one all time greatest in theater experience. It just was the most pitch perfect movie experience I've ever had. So, I mean, you could fill these movies with even dumber writing, even dumber mechanisms, and I'd still probably give it a good rating or like it quite a bit. Oh, I mean, I didn't like this one that much. And but I'm still gonna see the next one, <laughs> you know. Like it's just something yeah, yeah. about dinosaurs, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I my get dislikes, it. my dislikes are also significant. But I, but I, but I definitely, yeah. I'm just like by the end of it, I was like, all right, I want another one. I want more for sure. Right. And it's and, like you said, Andrew, like never underestimate the power of dinosaurs. So right. I mean, I at least hope it made enough money to get a sequel. Honestly, it did. It's make, making a shitload, and people are saying. I yes. saw this one post on the box office subreddit where they were talking about. It's kind of evidence that two tentpole movies can exist right alongside each other because you got Incredibles still going pretty strong, and then you know Jurassic World too. So, and they're yeah. both do, they're both doing well. So it's kind of interesting yeah. to see that Rotten happen. Tomatoes be damned. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. As far as box office, yeah, dude, I, I mean, had I had to go. To, I had to. The reason I saw it a little later is because the the first two I tried were sold out. Yeah, the Last first one night. I tried was sold out too. That's because the movie's great, Andrew, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, my best things I gotta say it's that escape scene that was in the trailer where Pratt doesn't is too shocked to get into the uh, clear ball thing. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a pretty stellar action scene. Um, yeah, and, and with the 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 volcano going off too, and uh, that, that yeah, that just made it like you know uh, more frantic and shit. And then he's having to go up into the uh, he, he's he's obviously jumped into the water, and then he has to go get air and then come back down and shoot the fucking gun and use the knife. And he got dinos falling down, and before that, they're running away like like crazy and all that. Like I think to me that was like the highlight of the film. Um, but of course, Chris Pratt's pretty much always likable. Uh, he's, I mean, God, is he ever going to turn in a bad performance? Probably not. Uh, he's just probably a good guy. Yeah, probably not. And you got to uh, play a villain next. 
need that to would, see him. That'd be great. Uh, and then, uh, of course, Bryce Dallas Howard. She was great again, of course. Uh, the the little girl, uh, she was a good actress as well. I feel like maybe they could have used her better as far as how that character was written, but her performance is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I thought, God, like before, like the villain, Little Week, uh, I felt, but uh, the, the human villain, the more immediate one. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, and then also I liked, uh, yeah, I liked the Pachycephalosaurus uh, scenes as well. Like, that that guy was pretty funny. Um, I don't know if he was so much. Doesn't seem like he was really like obeying commands, just as much as like Pratt was smart enough to know. Just yeah, kind of just to kind to. of put a target up for him for him to just ram his head into something. Well, that's his job. He's like an animal behaviorist or whatever yeah, he yeah, says yeah. it. So like he, I mean, just because he focuses on raptors doesn't mean he doesn't know. I mean, like when he's trying to get into the ball and he sees like the big dinosaur coming, he kind of just like is like, nope, I'm going to have to save you guys because this guy is not going to leave you alone. Right, right, right. So there were people in my theater that were like, get in. And I'm just thinking, dude, a he's probably shocked as fuck because he'd probably never get used to that. And, you know, then there's the dinosaur behavior stuff as well that he's probably like I was actually at that point, I was thinking of like the don't move. They sense movement thing from the first Which is one made up. Yeah, I know. But that's the logic of the first one. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but I don't know if that was it or not. Uh, and then I liked bug spray guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny. Because it's, it's totally you, bro. <laughs> you would be that guy who's like, no, no, we're about to go to an island. There's probably like giant mosquitoes. God forbid it rain started spray. raining on you. But I feel like I would know what, uh, I feel like if I would know what was going on, like that guy seemed like he didn't even know that there were dinosaurs there just about like. He was like, what? Yeah. There's going to be this and that? Like, oh, dude, you don't know what you signed up for? Come on, man. This is motherfucking JP right now, dude. <laughs> Get ready. Just a little weird. All right, this dislikes. This new bar, dude. If you don't know, now you know. Brad Pitt, I mean, not Brad Pitt. <laughs> Chris Pratt's not going to save your ass every second. Uh, so, oh, uh, shit, did you just say it's Chris Pratt, the new Brad Pitt? Oh, damn. I think he is. Uh, Chris Pitt. Uh, so, uh, Maddie, dislikes, were there any? Yeah, I, man, I mean, I thought the Indoraptor looked cool, but it's like the same fucking movie as Jurassic World, right? <laughs> you know, it just takes yeah. place in a mansion. Right. Um, I just, and that kind of bugged me because they're like, oh, it's so much smarter. And like, yeah, there were some scenes where you're like, oh, wow, it's like, it's pretty smart. But I feel like the, uh, the Indominus Rex was much smarter than the Indoraptor. Um, I just, I didn't want to see that again. Right. You know, um, but there are elements that I did enjoy of it that I did enjoy, like it being in like an enclosed, I just, I kind of went back to just like me playing a video game for this movie. And I was like, man, this would be terrifying. Cause I kind of went back to resident evil three where the nemesis is chasing you around through that entire game. And I was like, God, this would be such a sweet video game. Like a dinosaur hunting me through a mansion. Damn, I want to play that. So like Dino watching crisis. them like, yeah, well, I don't, this isn't Dino Crisis. Like, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it, somewhat. Lab, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, because that's like future though. Um, but yeah. like, I get it. Like it was just like, 
I kind of let it slide because it was like a mashup of dinosaurs and Resident Evil. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, I'm never going to see this movie any other time except right now. And just let it slide, man. You're getting to see dinos. And I was like, all right, fine. Um, yeah, I just I don't know what I wanted. I just didn't know if I wanted another genetically altered dinosaur. You know, I feel like the Dominus Rex was a little bit more of like a uh, I feared him a little more throughout that film because they set that up really nicely to like that. It is a force to be reckoned with. And I get that the Indoraptor thinking about it, like after I saw it, uh, that it is like it's not the full. It's like a prototype version of what they want to make. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's like it'll be interesting to watch them like commentary with the film and like get some perspective on like the thinking of like maybe the Indoraptor or something. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know if I wanted to see that again. And I think that I just don't think I wanted to, you know, but I love the little girl elements. Like her sneaking around this giant mansion. Cause it's like my shit, man. Like little kids, like getting into trouble, like opening up this other door to another world. You know, either it'd be supernatural or something that exists in, like, the science within this movie. Um, uh, I was trying to think of anything else that I, like, I think that kind of bugged me the most. But I had to let it slide, man, because you know what I don't get? A lot of dinosaur movies. And when I see people comment, oh, God, can this franchise die already? It's like... Look, because we get so many dinosaur movies. Who that said you, that? You, One of your friends or somebody else? No, online? just like I was just like reading like some like a review of uh, Fallen Kingdom, and I was like, and people were just like, "Oh my god, can this franchise just die?" And I was like, "Wait, you're getting where are you getting all these dino movies at, dude? Because I won't come hang out with you." I'm gonna say there's not enough because it seems yeah. like they're the only dinosaur movies we get. Where's yeah. like the Turok Dinosaur Hunter movie? Where's the fucking mm-hmm. Dino Crisis movie? Like the Where's other, the other dinosaur movies? The only one I can think of is like, besides Godzilla, which I don't count as a dinosaur movie. No, I don't care not. what you people say. I don't care. It's not a dinosaur. No, he's it not. It looks like one. Get it. But it's not. It was Land of the Lost Will Ferrell version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's and it. And I was like, but that T-Rex was kind of weird and it was a funny movie and that's fine. Like, I don't mind watching some T-Rexes and some Raptors do some funny shit. But, like, name another dinosaur movie you're getting besides the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movies. I don't know. I ain't got my... It's not like I got a Transformers movie and then I got a Dino Riders movie. Right. Where my Dino Riders movie at? Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, baby. Where's that at? Charles Schultz. Where's that at? <laughs> Dinosaucers. Oh, wait, no. Not Charles Schultz. Dinosaucers? I mean, come on, man. I just... I don't understand. Like, I think that's the thing that bugs me the most about, like, just people being like, oh, it sucked. When are they going to kill this franchise? It's like, dude, I mean, give me them fucking dinos, dude. I want those dinos <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, I get it. People are upset about comic book movies. But like, it's but like, it's not like you have two competing. Like, you don't have like a Marvel and DC of dinosaurs, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, we can only have the T-Rex in our movie. Well, I got to go see this one because I can only see raptors in this one. But I got to go see this one because I can only get T-Rex in this one. You know, that's not <laughs> happening. It's only one franchise. People calm the fuck down. It's uh, one every three years or longer, too. So well, I like, mean, and I on. think that's a perfect time. It's like it's been three years since Jurassic World. It's not like it's a year after Jurassic World, you know? I mean, it pro- yeah. that probably has to do with Chris Pratt having to do Guardians of the Galaxy, honestly, because if he only had Jurassic World, 
you'd probably be doing more of them sooner, which is probably. nice. Like I'll take a three year, four year break between dino movies. I mean, I don't want to, but I will because there's enough to keep me occupied, right? You got enough. Just let Manny have his dino movies and his alien movies and his predator movies. Why you guys got to kill these franchises? Why you yeah. got to say mean shit like that? Why? Yeah. I don't, I don't want a lot out of this world. I want dinos, aliens, and predator. That's it. And maybe someone to love me. <laughs> a little bit of pee pee Um <laughs> Or just, you know, cuddles. Some, just some kisses. Um, but yeah, I don't think... I think the Indoraptor was like the only thing that really bugged me about it. Uh, everything else was kind of cool. Uh, I wish there was a little more of like Blue and like Owen having like some sort of like... Like a dog... Like... Uh, human dog relationship or something but like not that extreme like where she's like I love you so much I'm gonna lick your face like I don't need that shit but I wanted more like when he was like come with me I'll take you someplace safe I was like go with him blue and she's like nah fuck this and I was like yeah I like that response that's like that uh, Star Wars moment where she's like I love you and Hansel was like I know blue's always gonna be there people but she don't gotta stay with him she'll be back she'll be back but I love that they've set up this, like, what could have been, like, you know, at the end of Jurassic World where Blue just runs off, you know, but there's, like, that understanding, which I love that moment in Jurassic World. But they've really made this, like, relationship kind of work in the second one, which I really liked, but I wish they would have just pushed it a little further. And, like, you know, like, he could, like, command her or something or, like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't want, I didn't want her to die fighting. I was afraid she was going to die. I was like, no, no, kill Blue. You can't kill Blue. Don't do it. She's like the only Velociraptor left. But I wanted a little more. Maybe I did want the dog lick scene. I just wanted to lick his face. Just a little bit. Maybe his hand. And it's only because I want a raptor as a pet, people. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stefan, dislikes. So my dislikes had to do mainly with, like, the some of the things they decided to do in order to move like the plot forward and stuff um in terms of like characters i really i didn't really like the two scientist characters or the the hacker kid franklin i like that actor that's my dude from get down um but uh oh shit that's right fuck i forgot about that he's a really good actor he's really capable so i felt like he was kind of wasted with this really cliched kind of nervous hacker character not that that was so bad, but I feel like one, the lines of dialogue he was given and the jokes he was given were not very good. And I feel like his performance was stilted because of that. Like just didn't have a lot to work with because the moments when he was being like a hacker and he like, he like mouthed off to the commander guy after he tried to insult him, called him tiger or whatever. I was like, that's cool. I want more of that show more of his prowess as a hacker and less of this is T-Rex coming is T-Rex coming stuff. Cause they keep rehashing that joke, whether or not it's T-Rex, like he's so afraid of T-Rex or whatever. And I get it. You know, he's never been, he'd never probably left the States and never definitely didn't face a dinosaur. But at the same time, writing wise, I didn't feel like he was very effective. He was just really annoying. Yeah. You know what you um, signed up for, right? Come on. That's, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, but that is to say he did have some other scenes that were good. It was when they showed him being like cool and powerful and, and more effective in situations that I really enjoyed him. And when he was like the bug spray joke was funny, but like, you know, when he was just being a little whiny little bitch, I was just like, this is so annoying. And then I feel like the girl, the doctor character, she was 
she was effective as well in her character and being like full attitude and stuff like that. But she was really just kind of like off putting. She was really obnoxious to me at some points. And I feel like they just like had her, the director had her lean really hard into, you know, again, a really shallow kind of interpretation of what her character ultimately could have been. Um, I really hated the commander guy, but I think you're kind of supposed to hate him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought the plot device of him pulling the teeth at first, I was like, okay, that's cruel. And, you know, it establishes him as this like careless, cruel, um, you know, opportunist kind of character, which I totally get, but I thought it was the dumbest, stupidest moment when he goes to open the cage and, and tranks the Indoraptor to go steal his tooth in order for that to be the device that lets the Indoraptor out. I thought that was the dumbest thing yeah, yeah. out of the whole movie. I was like, what? Like it could have just as easily been the Ankylosaur bashing the, I mean, I guess they built the cage to hold the dinosaurs, but it could have been something else. Some other kind of like deus ex, deus ex machina kind of force to like open that thing up. Like, Oh, now we, you know, cause the real mistake is having made it in the first place. So it getting out in any situation is just like, Oh man, we shouldn't have made this dinosaur in the first place. So that was retarded. Sorry to use that word in 2018, <laughs> but it was fucking retarded. You and, know better. In yeah. The fifth grade and, sense, of course. Yeah, and then I felt like I just felt like I'm like losing a little bit of my memory on it, but I felt like there was a lot of moments like that. I was like, really? That's like how you're gonna write yourself out of whatever hole you just put yourself into. Um, but you know, like, yeah, really, it was it was that part stuck out to me as being like really dumb. And then the end scene with the Indoraptor on top of the roof thing was cool. Like, it could have just as easily given way and the thing could have fell there and they just had to get it in the right position potentially. Um, but I hate how I, I, I half liked how they had those guns that they could like send a signal and it would attack. Like again, the weaponizing factor to the dinosaurs. But at the same time, I hated the end scene, how it all played out in terms of like Bryce Dallas Howard pointing it at Owen in order to go to attack him. Cause I, I don't know, just like you needed that jump to get a believable crash through that window from the dinosaur when it could have just as easily just like walked forward or like, I don't know something about that scene. I was just like, it could have been better handled using that mechanism to, to, to deploy the dinosaur or whatever. But I mean, that was fine. That's like a little nitpicky. Um, really for me, my biggest dislike was that the, it was, it was the commander guy, even though, even though he got, he got a good end. I thought it was stupid that he was the catalyst to opening that cage and I know it's like a PG-13 movie or whatever, but there should have been just a lot more blood in, in terms of believability when he got his arm bit off. A little oh, more blood. Right, right, a little right. more blood. I mean, God, people are such pansies these days. <laughs> Dude, I agree, man. Like, that should have been the bloodiest yeah. scene in the movie. Yeah, and right. you see it. Because see I think it, that, would, yeah. like, even that scene being so stupid and just kind of like a B-movie kind of, like, to get yeah. out of a situation as a yeah. writer that you put yourself in... To just bloody that scene up would have been like, yeah. oh, well, that was dumb. But God damn, there was so much blood. Even Yeah, even if it was just like some splatters on the floor, you know what I mean? Would have, You don't have to show the whole gaping wound squirting blood out necessarily. But it was just like, he oh, looked I like it. a crash test dummy, you know what I mean? It was just like, the arm comes off right off, you know? <laughs> like he's like, And then he's not even like, you know, he's just like, ooh, ow, my arm. Like, don't, please don't kill me, you know? It's like... There could have been a whole lot more terror in that scene, and 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 also dialing back to what I just said, it shouldn't even that scene shouldn't even existed. That guy could have bit it in a much better way, in a much better scene. 
I mean, um, yeah. so just like kind of yeah, spitballing here, here real quick. Would it have been cooler if Blue would have opened the cage and maybe she just wanted another I th- raptor? I thought, I was just thinking, she, I thought it, yeah. I thought it would have been cool if, you know, they, they put more of an emphasis on the dino's ability to communicate with each other. And if, mm-hmm. if the Indoraptor was just like cunning enough to, to like, you know, even, even if it was the headbutt dinosaur, that would have been cool. Because you would have had this like really kind of docile, kind of cute animal, but they have this this thing that humans just can't. We we don't know partly because of their genetic modification and also partly because of their animal communication to begin with. It would have been cool to see that thing kind of cunningly let itself out because the raptors in Jurassic Park one learned how to open doors. Like elaborate on that shit because that's where we're going. You know, we're, go- we're not going just dino- regular dinosaurs in our world anymore. We're talking about smart dinosaurs. But the thing is, with Jurassic Park 1, too, it's like a slightly different thing. And I'm not saying either one's bad or worse or whatever. But, uh, like, the first one, it's it's all about, damn, they are smarter than we expected. Just dinosaurs. Right. Not, even, not even the genetic editing part of it. That's not part of the first one, I feel like. It's no. just like we're discovering what the nature of dinosaurs are. Now, this this one, and because it's sequels and stuff, they're kind of doubling down on the genetic editing portion of it. And also, there's, there's like a – it's those news articles that come out like every few months that show that they have feathers. So it's like – it's also, yeah. I think, their response to the – like the okay, ours don't have feathers. Sure, that's because we're genetic ed- genetically edited, man. Genetically edited. So yeah, uh, I, I think they're they're just trying to weave all that stuff together in there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, I, the whole scene would have been better if dinos were helping dinos out and not the. Or even if it wasn't just that guy, if like whoever bought the Indoraptor was like, oh, I can control it. I'm gonna kill that dinosaur. That's like fucking up the entire party. Like, takes the gun, thinks he can control it, and then something happens in the Indoraptor where it's, like, hits its head or whatever, and it's like, that doesn't work anymore. So when Bryce tries to use it later on in the film, they're like, oh, fuck, we're fucked. And that makes the fight scene with, like, the raptor at the end when it falls through the glass, which is, like, a dumb kind of, like, oh, God, really? Mm -hmm. This is, like, your ending for this. I was really hoping that it was going to pull itself off of it. But, fuck, dude. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this thing's unstoppable. And we were going to get a whole other, like, you know, like, it's going to take more than this to kill it kind of scenario. And I was, like, kind of let down that it was just like, I mean, I guess that's, yeah, I mean, that kills it. But I don't know. There's several other ways to write that scene. And I agree with you, Stefan. Like, showing the commander getting, like, the teeth from that one mm-hmm. dinosaur, like, the stegosaurus or whatever. I was mm-hmm. like, God damn, you're a piece of shit, which made me hate him. Which is yeah. great because I want to hate this guy, right? Like he's not yeah. a good guy. He's he's the Trump supporter, like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I hate this dude. But it's like really, like he just wants that too so bad. He's gonna go in a cage with a genetically altered dino. But at the same time, I paid it off to like he doesn't really know anything about dinosaurs. He probably got a list of dinos he was supposed to get off this island. He got them all because he wants to make money, make his bonus. You know, because that's all he's talking about. He's like, oh, I want my mm-hmm. bonus. I got blue. I got the fucking T-Rex. So he's like, oh, man, this is a dinosaur I haven't seen. But I don't know anything about dinos. But to me, you, all of us on this podcast, all the listeners, we know what the fuck dinos look like. And it ain't the Indoraptor. That didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I yeah. just that that's the reasoning I used when he went in there, and I was like, this is a cheap move, but I'm buying it because it, because of that point in the movie, it kind of turns into like a B horror movie, and like that's what I said. This movie is kind of pulpy at times. You know, it's like it doesn't really take itself super seriously. It's just trying to have fun with the dinosaur movie. It and did like feel kind of more play with fun. It's like, it felt like it was trying to be more fun and less classy, like yeah. Jurassic World one. Yeah, I mean way. Jurassic World one to me. I mean there are a lot of like nods to Jurassic Park and the other movies in this new movie, but I feel like Jurassic World was like for the most part playing it beat by beat to Jurassic Park, but they just were like, hey, let's add a genetically altered dinosaur to it like what would that do to a park situation which was in my opinion it was a great move like show me a bigger better dinosaur i just don't need it in the second film like going back to andrew talking about pacific rim 2 and how stefan and i loved it and andrew was needs to see it again i really don't know what his issue is <laughs> um worst movie this year <laughs> um <laughs> I just need to see something I haven't seen before. And yeah, it's a raptor version of a bigger, badder raptor or whatever, but it's still the same thing as what they did in the first one. So it's like, I'm kind of repeating myself just in a different environment. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let me take a look at my notes here. Uh, my, my dislikes, uh, it's, it's just, Overall, the whole movie broad strokes. It just seems a little sloppier. Something about it, like ex, it's just execution, like just, just kind of all over the place. Really, I don't know what it is, but like even like the tooth guy, they don't really like explain that. They don't. Uh, do you just, need to what? Like, why do you need to explain everything? I don't know. It's just, He's a hunter. I, dude. I think. I think. I think He's everything. He's a hunter. It's his trophies. Yeah, in in, oh, he in terms of a necklace or something, actually. Yeah. yeah, well, in terms of in term, yeah, in terms of like films, just in general, from my perspective, to to add to what you guys are saying is that I I think everything needs to tie itself together in some way. Like if you introduce a certain idea, it's got to have weight somewhere else in the movie. Um, and and they do kind of touch again so on it just ro- to robo become voice there, Stefan. Your your okay. locals probably okay, but uh, yeah, let me... it's breaking up a little bit here. Um, is it still breaking up? Sounds shitty. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what should I do here? Um, hold on, let me just, I mean, as long as your local's going to be fine. Yeah. We, Oh, he's already gone. I mean, I could hear him still. So he's breaking up quite a bit on, on my end. Uh, okay. I'm back. Sound oh, better? Now better? you're real Worse. clear. All right. Go okay. keep, keep going. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so all I want to say is just to speaking to that point of, of, of in terms of like whether everything needs to be explained or not or everything needs to be this or that. Um, I think, you know, like one thing for me that stuck out was like pulling in the big water dinosaur or whatever. And it's just kind of like a background kind of character or whatever. But they seem to like lean right into it right at the beginning. So I was like, oh, that's going to come up later more profoundly maybe. But then again, like, yeah, it is kind of a mess. Like I agree with Andrew that it's kind of a mess. Um but yeah, certain for for my money, like certain things, like if you're going to introduce an idea somewhere that's, you know, if you're putting a shot, if your shot is essentially zooming in on something, you're going to have to do something with that later or else it's like, why the fuck did we pay so much attention to that thing? Anyway. Well, right. I mean, I do, to argue the uh, water dinosaur is they're in the water in the old park getting the bone from the Adonimus. Right. 
from the for the dinosaur that they need to for you know make the Indoraptor smarter, whatever. I forget specifically what they need that bone for. Um, but it's like that thing exists in that water, and they're like, oh yeah, it should be dead by now because they shouldn't last yeah. that long. But we all know from Jurassic Park, life finds a way, and yeah. it's probably not dead. And you know, it like it does show up later in that one scene, but it's not the focus of this movie. It's just like in Jurassic right. World, it wasn't like you see that one shot of it doing grabbing the cow or the shark. Oh, it's the shark from the helicopter or whatever to like mm. stun the audience of how big it is. And like, and the genius of that scene is you're like, oh, that's fucking sick. Like that thing's dope. And then you forget all about it because of all the other events that are happening. Right. And then when it shows up at the very end to kind of help out in a weird fucked up sort of way and could have taken out any one of the other dinosaurs, it's like kind of cool, man. It's a surprise. You know, Um, I don't, I didn't need that big dinosaur to show up later in a mansion. It's just like, (laughs) it's nice to be. Yeah. Like, right. It's like, Oh, Jaws is in the house. now. I don't understand. Uh, but I just think it's a nice like, hey, this dinosaur still exists and we're going to use him maybe in the third one. He's out there. Yeah. He's in the ocean right now. I mean, these, these, dinosaurs, these dinosaurs do become iconic in their own right and becoming like kind of like the way that Godzilla's enemies are kind of like these big monsters that you're just like, you know, they're all part of this world. So I like that they, they each stand on their own, you know, whether or not they're a pivotal part of the plot. But well, it's anyway, just- Andrew, what were your... Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. You guys figured out. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other, I mean, just it's just all kind of the same. Like, just it just kind of felt like lazy writing in a lot of areas. And honestly, I just didn't. I don't want to watch. I know, Maddie, you loved it, but I just don't like. I didn't want to be in that mansion for so fucking long, too. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, dude, I ain't seen it before in a Jurassic Park movie. I've seen an island worth of dinosaurs and fucking. Four of the fucking movies. Yeah, I know. I, I, mean, I have not seen Dinosaur Run Rampant and Giant. And if they went from like the jungle thing to like a forest, or I don't know what. Same it, thing, I, I don't, dude. I don't know what it is, but it just seems like a lot of it, a lot of the movie. I know I'm saying a lot of broad strokes things here, but it just a lot of it just could have been better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna say I wasn't impressed. I'm just gonna say I like I get all your points and I get why it doesn't work for you, and this is what makes talking with you and you leading this review specifically great because you bring up questions that I'm just like, that makes sense to me. Boom, done. Cause I can justify it, yeah. you know, but you can't because you like certain movies, you write a certain way, you, your experience is totally different from mine. That's what makes it great. I mean, we fought tooth and nail over fucking Pacific Rim <laughs> too, trying to get you to be like, come on, Andrew, get to our side. We can get you there. You're like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. The worst movie ever. And it was like, but it was like, I mean, in my opinion, probably one of our better episodes just because you didn't right. like it. And there's two people that were like, but no, man, we love you. Come to our side. Well, also, you know? like, we're, we're like pretty positive. Like, on, on the whole, yeah. I think Superhouse just likes movies. And I, I <laughs> yeah. feel like we might have some, some listeners that are like, do you guys ever not like anything because we're usually like eight indeeds bitch you know but yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's it's actually good to get some uh some uh different opinion and 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 to have a negative one every now and again you know so sure and like the thing i like too is like even though like you're like i don't get this this doesn't make sense to me i like to it's nice to kind of fight it and defend it and be like this is what 
I think it means. You're like, oh, I see that, but it just doesn't work for me, which infuriates me because I'm like, but I just told you why it works. And you're just like, man, but it doesn't work for me. I'm like, God damn you, Andrew. But I love you still. And I like doing this podcast. So it's fun. It, this, these reviews like this are fun. Like when we all agree, yeah. that's fun too. But it's like, I like to fight a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I really do. I really do wait for that time when we would just see something and it's just like that was shitty like we're all like we're all collectively. yeah we haven't had that yet man. we haven't had that yet yeah yeah so we have good taste probably what what will it yeah. be what do you think it'll be uh no i said it's because we have good taste probably but uh, we just don't I mean if we did yeah if you know it, you know it could potentially be bumblebee just because it's a transformer sequel although i doubt it because it looks good but you right. know it could be we get duped Oh, they they marketed it as a good movie, and then here we are, fucking sitting through it. No, I, know. I don't know what it could be. I don't know what it could be, and I don't want to. I don't want to curse Bumblebee either because it is looking good. I know Andrew said something in Messenger. It's like they should do like what they're doing with Bumblebee with the Turtles reboot, and I was like, we haven't seen Bumblebee yet. Shut up! <laughs> like yeah, I know. we don't know what Bumblebee is going to be. I mean, yeah. I have high hopes for it, but we've seen what's happened with all the rest of them. Yeah, which I just watched the last night recently. God damn. What Transformers? Yeah. Oh, dude. Maybe, I, I maybe we should. I think it's like I grew up watching Transformers like religiously, just about until like Transformers was the main thing until Ninja Turtles. I can't believe I remember even that far back. But and then they and then Transformers and Ninja Turtles kind of ran concurrently for me somehow. And uh, it seems like out of Superhouse, I'm the one that knows about that franchise the most, and I can't. I just cannot deal with those movies, dude. Even the first one, it's just like, it's yeah. the best one, but it's still not good. It's not a good movie. No, yeah. I mean, last night is fucking... If you think this is a clusterfuck of a movie, Andrew, geez, don't watch the last night. I will not do it. I've only seen one and three, I think. And I'm, the only reason I saw the third one was because I worked on the Blu-ray for it. And... Uh, cool. Watched it every day. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had to watch it several times, and it was it was just a Michael Bay shit fest. Yeah, so, it just totally missed I mean, the point, they, man. Listen, you can't drop shit on Hulu and not expect me to watch it. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> it's like fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch a trance like because like watching something that I'm already paying for that just drops on there. It's like okay, Optimus Prime will say some badass shit, but it doesn't happen until almost two hours into the fucking movie. Yeah, I mean it's cool they got Peter, uh, what's his name, uh, Cullen, to do yeah. the, the Prime and all they got all original guys for the most part. I like that, but even like this is a, another total tangent here because this is a Jurassic Park thing. But this is what we do. Fucking podcast. Welcome. Like with Bumblebee, he fucking talked in the original one, and he wasn't that big of a character. I don't know why they chose to make him not talk. And what? Like, in the original, he didn't talk at all. It was the radio. Was it the radio? Yeah, he communicated through the radio, and so they're essentially setting that up in this Bumblebee more so, I guess. I just don't but remember yeah, he didn't that. Talk, he, but, but he, he did talk in the cartoon. Though, right? He wasn't a big yeah. character. No, wait, but in the cartoon, he talked, right? Yeah, he talked in the cartoon. That's, and, what, I'm, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, I don't remember any, oh, I any Transformer I not being able to talk, yeah. and I don't know why they did that with this whole thing, and it's just... It's just, Terrible. dude, they should be, they should feel human and not, I, but to me, what bugs me about it on a very deep level is that they kind of turn Bumblebee into a lovable dog instead of a human. 
Yeah. The Transformers should be human in in as many ways as they can be. And this whole like radio talking thing is just pisses me off. Yeah. He's not a dog. <laughs> well, I think the thing with the first one should have been a, a basically at the heart of it, a boy in his car. Yeah. You get your first car, but your car just happens to be a fucking robot. Yeah. Right. Which is sick. That concept is they great. Almost it seems like there, that's yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> And Bumblebee, it's just yeah. about a girl in her car, which I think is a fucking stellar move. And Haley Stanfield, she's great. I love yeah. her. Yeah, and that seems what it's going to be. Starscream looks fucking dope in it as well. Like, he looks like Starscream. Yeah, he does sick. look fucking sick, dude. And yeah. at this point, like, the new concepts and what Bumblebee looks like is just kind of like, okay, this is Bumblebee now. I'm glad I'm he's not, a, be- a, be- a bug this time. Yeah, like, that's kind of cool now. I kind of get it. I don't know if I want the horns on him from like the original series and stuff like that would just be weird now, you know, mm-hmm. like if they just were like, we're rebooting everything. It's like, no, you kind of got to like maybe update the design a little bit, maybe make it a little more blocky and not so like Michael Bayish or whatever. But it, it is what it is. I love when his mask comes down. It looks like a bee. Like, yeah. Right, I, cool. I, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of great decisions in this, what you see in that trailer, right? Side tangent. We're we're excited about Bumblebee. Yeah, we are. (laughs) All right, let's get back on track here because we got to wind down this episode. Um, This question coming in from Stefan: Would you have let the dinosaurs die in that last scene, Maddie? Or 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 in the beginning, the the decision whether or not to let them live, to save them, or to let them go extinct. Oh, I was thinking the red button scene when the girl lets them go. Yeah, more specifically, like earlier in the movie when they're when Jeff Goldblum like they're considering like what should we do like what would you do listen i love ian malcolm but i just think he i mean i get all his points and it makes sense but god damn i would love to see some dinos and that park was fucking <laughs> expensive right the one guy said we can have a coupon day man he can't afford a coupon day to a fucking park of dinosaurs like come on dude that would be so expensive just think about america right now you got to fly there. You got to buy a fucking ticket for that shit. It's like maybe if Superhouse, if you guys contributed more money to us, Patreon, uh, we could go to a Jurassic Park. Patreon.com slash Superhouse Podcast. Yeah. Uh, but we can't do that right now, people. Uh, I couldn't do that. With I can't go to base. no Isla Nubar. So, you know, um, in the beginning, I was like, no, you can't do that. Don't do it. Don't kill the dinosaurs. Save them. And then when you find out that they have a new island and stuff, I was like, that's fine. Put them on the island. Like, I, if, if there was a drone that flew over and I could just, like, log into my computer and be like, what the Dino's doing today? And just watch it for five hours. Yeah. I would be doing that, by the way. Like, I watch puppy videos and I have three dogs in my house. And I'll still be like, oh, look at that cute puppy. <laughs> but I could be outside playing with three of them. But I still want to watch videos. You best believe I'd be watching Dino videos that fly over Isla, Isla Nubar all the time. <laughs> Please don't charge. That'd be a shame because I don't I don't like to pay money for things. So uh, <laughs> uh, when uh, so I'm just going to do both parts. So I would have if I was on the Congress, I would have saved them dinos. And if I was the little girl who was like, uh, I love the line when she's like, they're like me, basically. Yeah, because she's not supposed to exist and they're not supposed to exist. I think at that point, if I was her, I would have done the same thing. I think it was a good motivation for her character. And I. You know, honestly, just in like watching this movie, I hope that, you know, even though I didn't like the one dude character, I hope he returns. I hope the one um, 
the other girl returns. Sorry, I'm blinking on names right now. I just, I just saw it once, people. It's not like Jurassic Park. Ian Malcolm, Alan Grant, Ellie Sadler. Look at all these names. I got them. I got them, people. But I've only seen it once. Um, you know, I hope she returns. I hope she has more. Like, I'm glad that she saved the dinos. I mean, then we wouldn't got that sick-ass kill scene either. Yeah. But, yeah, I would have done it, man. I mean, I think just the idea... You know, like when Jurassic Park came out and this and a little Maddie saw it, it was just like, we can bring dinos back. And then hearing how they found like a woolly mammoth encased in the ice, I was like, we can have woolly mammoths again. Come <laughs> on, what are we doing? Bring those woolly mammoths back. You know, like I just, I think it would be cool to see. I just, but I do like at the same time, it would be great to see. And like, I think what John Hammond was like, everyone should see this in the original Jurassic Park. And then the smarmy, fucking like guy who's all about the money and like profiting off people who can't afford him. like we'll have a coupon day that's the wrong way to look at something like this you know if jurassic park did exist it should be for people to see to see something they can't see and people i was talking to some co-workers because i bought jurassic world today and they're like oh my god why would they build another park and blah 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 it just failed again i was like what people don't realize is that in jurassic world it was working until they brought in a smarter dinosaur like they they've been doing this for years. They just weren't making enough money to sustain like, you know, all they were spending or like whatever. I mean, you know, so it's like it could work. Just got to be smart about it. And you can't have a Dennis Nedry on your side. Look at me. Name dropping like a motherfucker. This is JP <laughs> and I've had several years to watch it. I'm done. <laughs> Stefan. Um, I think a more practical version of me would have considered the problems that we're facing in the world now and then adding dinosaurs to that uh, no! might be a bit much, but I've never been a practical person and I don't think that way at all, so I probably would have kept him alive out of... You know, the one thing that I really love that is touched upon in these films and uh, is the aspect of of how nature is uncontrollable, how it's unpredictable, and how, how when humans do try to control it, it bites them right in the ass. And I would have, I would have kind of, I would have, you know, like portrayed myself as being like, we got to save those dinos because they're creatures that live um, just like me, boop, hit the button, save them, or make the decision to save them. Um, but I w- a part of me would have done it out of spite just to see more humans bite the dust <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> at, the, at the jaws of dinosaurs because... I mean, just look at us. Despicable. All right. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. okay. let them dinos live. Free them. Di- if, that bra- if I could have spared that Brachiosaurus being, being engulfed in lava on that dock, if I could have spared Bryce Dallas Howard, any of those people on that boat seeing that image, seeing my, myself seeing that image, I would have. Damn it. All right. <laughs> well... Uh, if you, if anybody that follows me online, they know me, I'm, I'm very pro environment, pro science, pro, you know, uh, I'm believing in climate change, accepting in climate change and things like that. Uh, and all that being said, I straight up would have killed all those motherfuckers. (laughs) Why? Because... Uh, it would be the st- it would be the start of the end of mankind, especially if they could reproduce. A- and you're introducing a totally new environmental situation, like the one that we have now has been has taken millions of years to get that way. And then when we introduce something 
that's from 650 million years or more ago. So, uh, and then on top of that, you got, you know, human casualties that would happen after that. So, um, they're just big iguanas, right? So, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, yeah, I, w- I, I would have just let them die right there. I'm thinking of the end scene mainly. I, w- I would have stopped that girl yeah. from pressing the button. <laughs> yeah, because then you got to think of that, and it's just like if that if word gets out that it was a little kid just saved it because she loves the dinos, like it's a totally heartfelt scene, and I'm right there with her to a lot of degree. But like those adults should have been paying attention to that kid, you know what I mean? In the world we live in, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like oh man, somebody's got to go down for this. Wait, you were supposed to be watching the kid, you know? Just think though, if you can control a group of raptors to go in and kill Trump, <laughs> yeah. definitely oh, pretty man. sick, right? That's yeah, admin. that's right. Now you want to press that button, would you, Andrew? Yeah, but in that case, I would let the little girl run the country. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Raptors in the White House. At least things that have been prettier. Dude, fucking Raptors in the White House coming 2020. <laughs> Dude, Damn. I'll watch that movie. I can't wait. I mean, figuratively, figuratively speaking and all. No, I'm talking real fucking raptors, <laughs> velociraptors. Oh, and that one that shoots fucking um, acid that killed Wayne Knight. Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, I want that guy back. Um, all yeah, right. dude, there needs to be some more reference. That was a pretty good impression. <laughs> Damn, that's good, Stefan. I've been working on that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle right now. My mouth is dry. That's anyway. awesome. My final question, uh, well, it's a two-parter. Uh, would you live with Chris Pratt in his cabin, Maddie? Uh, and, and how many indeeds do you give this movie? Um... So my side question is, is Blue there with Chris Pratt in the cabin? Uh, yes. Well, then the answer is yes. I want to hang out with a dino all day. Uh, I don't care about Chris Pratt or Owen <laughs> that much. I'm, like I said from the beginning, I'm only here for the dinos mainly. Um, <laughs> he wants to live with the, the T-Rex. Dude, I want to like I want to control some dinosaurs. I don't know. That's probably wrong to say because they're animals. <laughs> but I think it'd be cool to have a raptor as a pet. But that's like, you know, like seven-year-old Maddie talking, eight-year-old Maddie. Like he wants those things. Like adult Maddie, that seems like a lot of responsibility. Like, <laughs> can you imagine cleaning up the poop after that? Like, you can't take a raptor to the dog park, dude. All those dogs are dead. Yeah, and those shits are going to be huge after that. Yeah, like I'm not picking. I'm not picking. I'm not picking that shit up. And like, do they digest bone that well? Like, oh well, sorry, you ate your dog, but there's their skeleton. You can mem- commemorate them forever. Um, yeah, yeah, I would totally live if Blue was there because then this is all fantasy, right? Like, that's the fun of it. That's why I go see these movies. Like, I'm sure if I was faced with Dilemmas of keeping, I don't know, I, I would still say yes, I got you. Um, <laughs> indeeds, I, man, you know, I think I would give it like a seven Are out of ten. Are we at Indeeds yet? What was that? Are we at Indeeds yet? Sorry. Yeah, yeah it's a two-part question. Okay, yeah. okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I'd give it a seven out of ten. I had a really good time watching it. Um, I would recommend it to anyone who likes the Jurassic park movies to see it like you should go to the theater and see it um i just you know i don't get that many dinosaur movies and i just was infatuated with them as a kid like i just read all i could and like i drew them all the time and 
you know like i it's just like comic book stuff man that, that was like my it was you know uh it was my art education before i went to art school you know mm-hmm. i would just draw dinosaurs i draw turtle like ninja turtles i would draw spider-man i'd draw comic book characters i draw spawn it's like i'm never gonna say no to this stuff and you know i'll take as many movies as they get and if it does happen if raptors in the white house if it becomes jurassic world <laughs> raptors in the white house maddie will yes. be there ticket in hand opening that's night. awesome see that's all i want now house. um yeah. you know Two rock shows up <laughs> dude i'll be there why not combine combine some franchises sure fuck it why not i mean yeah. at this point i'm assuming i'll be like 70 years old so i'll be expecting anything at this point <laughs> and superhouse will still be going and we'll still be making a dollar from shasta oh, it'll yeah. be amazing <laughs> thank you shasta <laughs> thank you shasta thank you shasta uh, <laughs> yeah shasta shasta house shasta we gotta yeah. change the name now right for her, <laughs> yeah. for, for her birthday month superhouse yeah. isn't working a hundred and some odd episodes in <laughs> all right uh so we, we got seven indeeds <laughs> yeah well, I, th- I think we should uh we got seven indeeds from maddie and he would live with chris pratt in his cabin uh so uh Stephen. stipulation blue has to be there don't just put that all right blue all right, chris all, right. Pratt. Come on. <laughs> all right all right all right i mean he is handsome he is a beefcake as they say <laughs> i need that dino action too just saying all right, all right, Stefan. Um, you know, see, I my current roommate now is is kind of a lot like Chris Pratt in a lot of ways. He's Christian, he's funny, and he builds stuff. So I kind of already live with that guy in a lot of ways. Oh my so God. I guess yeah, I'd say yes. It looked like a nice cabin he was building, and he's funny, and we could have lengthy conversations where I. All right, so yeah, my answer to your question was yes. I'd probably live with Chris Pratt in his <laughs> cabin. I'd like to help build. I mean, I'd like to live in nature. It'd be great. Um, it'd be nice if Blue was there. It'd be nice if Bryce Dallas Howard was there. Um, <laughs> but if it was just us, that'd be fine too. <laughs> and my in my indeeds, um, con- all things considered, um, and because I want my tens to be weighty when I do drop a ten, um, I'm gonna go six point nine on Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That's basically a fucking seven if you round up. You always God. do this point nines. I think it's a I think it's an accurate way to gauge. You know, the yeah. nine is like, yeah, I liked it, but it's still like a six. It still could have been a little better, quite you know, quite a bit better, but I did really enjoy it. So I think it's it's fair. And and when you when you see when I drop a ten, it's gonna be like you guys' heads are gonna explode. Tens are few and far between. Yeah. Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, time. right. <laughs> That's not a 10, is it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> I gave Incredibles yeah, That's an 8.5. Yeah, you did. Um, you did. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, 6.9 indeed. But it, but Pacific Rim 2 is uh, that's an 8 out of 10. That's an 8.5 for me. All right. <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to go with Stefan, 8.5, just to make Andrew mad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm 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 over it. I'm over it. Cumulatively, no, that's you a brought it up point, earlier in this podcast. You hate seven, it. Seven seventeen. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so yes, of course I would live with with uh, Beefcake Dreamboat Chris Pratt in his cabin. <laughs> I don't even need blue, and uh, I give this movie three point five indeeds. Damn. Did not Ooh, like it. That's our lowest indeeds yet because we didn't do. What is your Pacific Rim? Just so we could. 2.5 2. 
Damn. Two point five. I think it. I think we at least your seat was comfortable. Apparently, I think we have to do a re a live rewatch next time we're all in L.A. A Pacific Rim Uprising. Do not make me rewatch that movie. <laughs> Come on, dude! It'll be great for the podcast. We will get them views. We get them hits. <laughs> You know you're doing it for them numbers. You know you're doing it for them numbers. If, we, if, if enough people want us to do that, then I'll do it. But I'm oh, not. people, please come. We're going to put up a poll. If you get a, the, if you get a petition and you can prove that it's a different people than not you just fucking <laughs> click and refresh. I'm sending it to India. Yeah, click, click <laughs> farm. Send it to farm. Well, the people oh, have spoken. My, my next mission for the rest of this year is to get people to go on the Superhouse podcast and just say, Please rewatch Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> yeah. We're at the end of this here podcast, y'all. Thanks again, Shasta, for contributing to our Patreon.com slash podcast. And... Uh, please check out all of our rewards there. We'll, we'll be uh, updating it soon, too, I believe. I, the, the one that Shasta is a part of won't change, but we will. Uh, I, I, I think we're going to uh, update that very soon. And yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, you'll see. So anyway, yeah, patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, we got anything else, y'all? This All is right. definitely the Superhouse podcast. Yeah, that's Be true. Sure yeah, that's on on Patreon, I, I agree with Kevin Facebook, Smith on this. Uh, Twitter, even if you Instagram, see a bad movie, it, it, you still have a good time in the theater. You know, so Godforsaken uh, social media. I, I do in that. So anyway, this is Andrew signing off. On. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter Adios and Patreon. Suckers. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of cool goals set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows yeah. how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. <laughs> you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm going to for a <laughs> For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>